Hi everyone, this is your host, Kimyata Morris-Kizito, and thank you for tuning in to the He Speaks Louder podcast. On here, I will help you discern between the voice of God and the devil. Now let's begin. Welcome to the He Speaks Louder podcast, where I am your host, Kimyata Morris-Kizito. And on this podcast, we talk about all things, but most importantly, we talk about how to discern between the voice of God and the devil. Today, I am so excited to say that we have a special guest on the podcast, Minister Crystal Nicole. She is a mother of two beautiful children. She is the founder of Be Rooted. She's an author. She's a speaker. She's a recent graduate of getting her master's in ministry in leadership. Crystal, I am so excited to have you. We are going to be talking about her beautiful goal of becoming a probation officer. It is just a list of things. This woman wears so many hats, but we are just so excited to have her on today. And so, Crystal, I just want to jump right into it. I want you to talk to me about your path of becoming a probation officer and how you knew that it was God that called you to do that. How did it start? Well, I've been working with juveniles um, for a long time, since 2006. Um, Prior to that, I worked um, with children Mm -hmm. and um, God just began to kind of pull at my heartstrings and, okay, God, what is my purpose? What am I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. It had been a few years since I had graduated from high school um, and I just was really seeking God for my purpose. Like what, mm-hmm. it, what exactly am I supposed to do God? What are you calling me to? Um, where can I make a difference? Because who wants to be in a career where you're not doing what you love one um, and you're not making a difference, you know, um, people are not seeing God in you. So mm-hmm. I began to seek God for that. Um, and he began to just show me things that I was good at just who I could relate to. Um, he used, some of my history, um, my parents were foster parents. We had um, a group home and I have a large family um, because of it. I have so many bonus sisters um, and brothers um, that lived in our household and I watched them go through very difficult times in their lives. Um, one, being placed somewhere without their biological families. Um, and then two, kind of allowing that trauma um, and some of those things that they were experiencing um, to affect their lives, some in positive ways, some not so positive. Um, And just kind of watching my brothers and sisters kind of go through a lot of the things within the system, um, one, the foster care system, two, um, the juvenile justice system. Um, And I just really felt like, okay, God, this is somewhere where I can be used because I kind of understand and know it wasn't personally me, but my brothers and sisters experienced these things. I can relate. Um, I I had a front row seat to um, the effects that these systems had on youth um, within the foster care system. Um, So from there, God just kind of started putting me in places. I was like, why am I at a daycare, God? I don't like, why am I here? (laughs) Um, But that daycare um, job, I had two daycare jobs, kind of gave me what I needed to get into a residential home. 
Mm -hmm. um, the residential home was a home for youth who were like high risk youth within the foster care system. They were not being successful in foster homes, um, mm -hmm. primarily because of the trauma that they had experienced. Right. So um, I became a youth advocate um, mm -hmm. for 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 youth within the in the foster care system. I worked at this youth home for 13 years and um, I went from a youth advocate to a supervisor um, and I, I love my job. <laughs> I love my job. And like so many people, I became complacent. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, well, this will work. I'm kind of doing what you said that you wanted me to do. Like, I, I, I'm all right. Um, you know, I'm elevating within this field. Um, I, I didn't just stay a youth advocate. Like, I'm, I'm making more money. You know, I became complacent. And God, on several occasions, had to be like, okay, but this isn't it. Mm -hmm. you know? So um, I was being pushed to go back to school, finish the degree, and just because we're believers does not mean that we automatically um, easily do things, right? So when things would get begin to happen, every time I would get into school, something would happen. Um, somebody would pass away. Wow. I would just be going through it. Um, work would just be so chaotic and busy. Um, and it's stressful, you know, um, working in a residential um, field because, you know, you are there during the happy times when people get to leave and go home. That's the sweet part. But you're also there during the not so happy times, during the crisis, during the the physical management. You're there during the breakdowns. You're there and you're, you know, you're having to step in. Um, sometimes even try to regulate those situations, right? Um, so it could be stressful. So every time that I would start kind of feeling some of that, I would be like, I need a break. I, I just can't. So I would kind of pull back. And um, I allowed some of those things to kind of really take over. So school for me, college for me was long. <laughs> it was long and it was hard. Um, but I thank God that I eventually got through it. Um, but when you reached out to me and you were talking about accomplishing a goal when you thought it was too late, um, that's my story. <laughs> so it really resonated with me because I went through some things. And I know that you know, sis, but I went through some of the greatest loss Um during the time of me trying to reach my goal, um, I lost, you know, grandparents. I lost very, very close family members. I lost my husband um, in 2017. Um, very unexpected. Um, I had just given birth to my my daughter. She was two days old and I lost my husband. Um, and it blows my mind because... After I had just received, you know, the information that my husband was downstairs <laughs> in the same hospital, deceased, mm -hmm. um, God, I, I just began to call on God and he, I could hear him so clear. And he was just like, what, what now? Now what? And it hit me like a ton of bricks because I'm like, really? Like, really? Right now, I think that her um, looks like her. 
queen has frozen. So gotcha. I'm sorry. My oh. my end froze a little bit. I'm sorry. Oh, you're um, okay. You're okay. Keep going. Yes. So when he said, now what? I was like, ouch. You know, that was like the reality. But in that, God was showing me that in the past, I always will be like, okay, I'll take it from here. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I know that I'm not the only believer that sometimes once God kind of shows you a glimpse of some things, we begin to say, okay, I'll take it from here. I'm going to, this is what I'm going to do when we mm-hmm. get in our own way. But mm-hmm. in that moment, I had to surrender. I had to be like, God, I totally surrender to you because if I don't, I'm not going to make it. Mm-hmm. This is wow. not going to end well, you know? Um, and so I, I totally surrendered to God. And from there, God just began to show me not only in my grief, but in my professional, um, career wise. Um, but even in my, um, job, he began to show me like, you're not going to be here long. (laughs) You have to get on the ball, you know? And so for so long, um, he really just worked with me and, and with totally surrendering to him, I always tell people it was like an outer body experience almost. Um, like I allow God to take complete control hmm. and the Bible tells us that, um, he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. That was, I've been saved all my life, sis, <laughs> saved all my life, but I don't think I diligently, I was I had a purpose of like, God, I'm chasing you down. I'm, I'm seeking you. I am looking to you and only you for the end. That was the first time even being saved, even being brought up in the church, even, you know, knowing that I know that I know that God. We're having a little bit of internet. Looks like she's having a little bit of internet connections, but before So he really just took over and he allowed me to hear him so clearly. Mm. So in those moments, he would just be like, okay, you got to go. You need to go to the school. Well, God, I ain't been there. It's been a long time. Now I'm this age. I'm this big age going back. Like, what am I doing? And he would just, okay, this is what you need to do. Just watch, wait. It doesn't have to take long, you know? And so I just began to apply myself. And that's one of the... um the things that I did. So one diligently seeking God and totally surrendering, giving it to him. So that that's number one. Number two, um, write the vision. The Bible tells us to write the vision, make it plain. (laughs) So I I had to write that thing out. Um, And what really got me with that scripture is that um, it's Habakkuk 2 um, verses 2 through 3. And it says, write the vision and make it plain on tablet. And he may run and he may run who reads it. Okay, that's me. So if I write it, I make it plain. One, because I surrender to God and I know that his plans are very clear to me. So I can write that in confidence that if God said it, it's going to happen. But when I go back to that thing and I read that thing, okay, this is possible on this date. God told me that it's possible to go to the school to do this. So I know at the end of this, I can have that degree. I know at the end of this, I can have that job. I can be in the career. I can meet that goal. Um, Mm -hmm. It says for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. 
Amen. Go with Terry's. Wait for it. So that's that's the key right there. Like, wait for it. You gotta wait. Um, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. So, so those two things to start. And I feel like I'm rambling, sis. And I know you probably have more questions, but those are the oh, two things that really shifted me into chasing after my career goals and and really getting back where I needed to be. Um, and so mentally, spiritually, um, and all of that. So those were the two things that really helped me. Um, I got a couple of more things, but I'm sure will it'll it'll happen when when you ask your questions. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No, you're totally fine. That is good. You know, sometimes when you talk about it, you just God just step into that thing and you be like, wait one minute. It bless you all over again. So thank you. You're giving us a word, minister. I'm like, whoo, man, come on, come on. Now, what I wanted to talk to you about was I can see that your relationship with God played the most major part in all of this. Now, during that time, did you go through anything where you just, you know how the enemy brings voices? It's too late. You can't do it. You don't have the resources. This is going to be too much. During that time, did the enemy try to speak things to you that tried to like make you doubt what God was calling you to do? Absolutely. Um, The devil don't stop. (laughs) He don't stop. He's on his post. And that's why we have to, we have to stay connected. Mm-hmm. And um, many occasions, um, he tried to get me to just shut down, isolate. Um, his voice can get very loud, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I talk about it in my. Um, I have a fourteen day devotional. So while mm-hmm. I was going through grief, um, God began to also tell me to kind of write things down, like what helped mm-hmm. me, because I wish somebody would have told me like, oh, this is what helped me. This is what, you know, got me through. Um, And so sometimes people think that you're being so strong and all the while I'm like, this is not me. This is God because there's no way that Crystal could could go through this. So during that time, um, the enemy like would be so loud. Mm. And I think that the only thing that really got me through that is my relationship with God. And um, just being open and honest with God, even being like, Lord, this is hard. <laughs> this oh, is hard. Like, what am I going to do? Like, you know, how is this going to work? Um, and that's that's how I got through it. Um, because the enemy is going to always tell you the opposite of what God is. Like, he doesn't have any new tricks. That's what I always, I'm like, he ain't going to try nothing new because he, he know what's going to get me. He know what to say and how to say it. So he don't really have no new tricks. And he only can do what God allows and what I allow. So I'm going to keep seeking God. And in return, I'm going to be able to shut that down. You know, so if he's telling me I can't do it, I know that in Christ I can do all things, you know, because he gives me so that is how I was able, I had to stay. And, and when I say that I had to stay connected to God to get through, I, it saved my life. You know, it saved my life because the the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He will do everything in his power. Mm -hmm. He will do whatever it takes (laughs) to to get us where he wants us to be. And so that our destiny will not be fulfilled, you know, and our purpose won't be fulfilled. So absolutely, absolutely. Sometimes I think people think because um, we're saved and we're a part of the kingdom and we're believers 
that things come easy. We're not exempt. We go through it, Mm -hmm. but it's how we go through it. It's Mm -hmm. what we carry through it, you know? Um, Yep. So right now, guys, she's just talking about how we go through trials and tribulations and what happens when that, you know, the enemy comes in like a flood. Our God will raise up a standard. You can continue, minister. That's it. Yeah, God is God is so good. Now, I know you mentioned your husband passing and that's a that's a very, very tough thing. During this time, you know, while you're being a single mom of these two beautiful children, how did you stay motivated even for them? You know, you know, God gave you a purpose and you had focus on that. But sometimes people feel like it's hard juggling being a mom and juggling, you know, doing your goals and what God called you to do. Because we know that being a mother, that's a gift. That's a blessing as well. How did you balance the two? How did you focus on you in them? For me, um, again, um, being honest, being open, being honest, um, prayer, having a prayer life. (laughs) Because it wasn't, there was some days where it was just simply rough, um, praying, um, and believing that God would bring me through. Um, I also believe that that was the time when God really had me to focus on school and, you know, and getting what I need to be done. It kind of really helped me, um, to understand like at the end of this, there there's going to be purpose. Sometimes when God gives us a glimpse, because I had a glimpse of Minister George mm-hmm. a long time ago, but I didn't understand what it would take to get there. I didn't understand what it I would have to go through um, to, to be who I am in God now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes if God reveals everything to us, we will be like, yeah, no, I don't want it. You know, um, and so our will our purpose be fulfilled if we really knew what we had to go through to be who he has called us to be? Sheesh, like if somebody if he would have showed me, like you're gonna go through this, you're gonna lose this person, this is what you're gonna be, this is what you're gonna experience mentally, emotionally, all of the pain. Mm-hmm. Would you still be willing to say, Send me, I'll go? Because I I'm if I'm being real, I probably would be like. Get somebody else to do it because I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> but I, 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 um, I'm thankful at the end of it because I know that without all of those things, I wouldn't be who I am in Christ now. Amen. And um, my purpose, I wouldn't be able to be sitting in my purpose um, right now. Wow, that is just so beautiful. And I, I'm so glad that you spoke on that because it is a lot of people, we all got different paths on how we walk in what God is calling us to. Some people, you know, they were abused. Some people, yeah. they go through grief. Some people, they go through mental struggles. It's so many things. And so it's very important that you said prayer. It was prayer. It was God alone. You leaned and you just surrendered everything to him. A lot of people, they surrender into the bottle. They surrender into turning up. They surrender into relationships. You know what I mean? And so for you to say you surrender totally to God, that is powerful. People need to know that God is an ever-present help in the time of trouble. He is close to those Mm -hmm. that are in the broken heart. He is close to, to us who call on him, his children. He's there right there with us. He never leaves us. Yeah. 
Amen. Yeah, and the enemy, like you said, sis, will definitely try to get you to think and feel otherwise. You know, there was times um, that I was like, oh, man, like I would call people and the enemy will get you to be like, well, they should just know. Mm. People should just know, or don't nobody know what I experienced. Don't nobody know that nobody understands, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so there will be times when I will have these expectations of human beings, mm-hmm. right? Of these relationships. And God had to show me that, you know, they are human. People yeah. are human, just like you're human, right? Mm-hmm. And so people can't read your mind. I'm the only one that knows all, sees all. I'm the one that never leaves your side. I'm, I go before you. I'm behind you. I'm on the side. Like, I'm the only one that is there. So why would you not want to lean and depend on me? Because the reality is, is that as much as I try to do right by people, as much as I try to be there for people and support people, pray for people, uplift people, I'm human. So there's going to come a time where I even will disappoint somebody, right? Or I might not be up to the standard of what a person um, would expect, but God, he's always that, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I had to get to a point where I couldn't even, I can't even be mad at you because Mm -hmm. the only person that I should put that much faith in is God. (laughs) he does not change he doesn't fail so it's almost not fair for us to have Mm -hmm. these expectations for man you Mm -hmm. know um and I and I value my relationships I value Mm -hmm. my relationships Mm -hmm. I love I I thank God for the people who God has um put in my life I Mm -hmm. have some amazing people um Mm -hmm. my village the village for my kids and for myself so I do not in any way want to downplay what God has blessed me with. Mm -hmm. So I want that to be clear because those God relationships are amazing. (laughs) It's like, woo, God, like you cared enough about me to send me somebody like this, but I don't want to take away from that at all. But we're, we are human and we Mm -hmm. should completely lean and depend on God because he is the only perfect person or or you know he's a, he's a perfect guy so yeah. um we i think sometimes we put so much pressure on on each other mm-hmm. um, not only just in the kingdom but in general we expect god and everybody like <laughs> be god and we're not perfect and we're all striving you know, to be like Christ. And, you know, we have to nail stuff to the cross every day. I have to kill parts of me every single day. That's right. And so I have to give the next person that grace, you know, so. Wow. I'm so glad that you spoke to that because the word of God says, put no confidence in the flesh. And a lot of times we do put our confidence in people. And when they let us down, actually the Lord let us know what our real purpose was in the beginning. Was it him or was it them? You know what I mean? And so this is very important for someone that is out there that is listening that although somebody may have let you down, maybe your mom or your dad or your friend or your best friend or whoever, your co-worker, God is saying to put your trust in me. That's it. You know, turn to me, surrender it all to me, and then I will put a community around you. And so this is just a great segue into my next question, Krista. Let's talk about your support, you know, because community is important. So let's talk about the importance of community in your village, your circle that you have. Amen. Um, I I just believe that, you know, um, family 
is 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 everything. I love my family. I'm a family person. I love my kids. Um, I always pray that I am the best mm-hmm. mom. I think that certain roles that we get um, to be in others' lives are just important. And I mm-hmm. and I appreciate the people in my life that um, take the role seriously. Like I don't have. I'm not just like the popular person. I'm not just. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. But the people who God have in my life, um, I just love them because they get it, right? Mm-hmm. And they love me. Um, a while back, I wrote a post, something that really, like, really designated with me. Um, and it said, you know, be so focused on God and so in tune with God that anybody that is not sent by God, they'd get tired of it and be like, okay, yeah, this is too much. <laughs> like, I'm going the other way because this person... <laughs> What? (laughs) And so I just believe that, you know, so Mm -hmm. the the people in my life who really just understand, like, she about God and she and this is she loves the Lord. And so when they they understand when I have to isolate, they understand when I can't talk every day. Mm -hmm. They understand when I'm dealing with something and I can't I can't even talk to you about it. I got to I just got to talk to God. It just got to be me and God. They understand. And when I talk to them again, it ain't no funny business. They ain't got no attitude. They not giving me the side eye. Why? Because they are my God friends. Like they, they understand they were God sent. They are, Mm -hmm. they are supposed to be a part of my life in this season of my life. Um, Mm -hmm. And I just thank God for that. I thank God for my family um, who has never left my side. Um, They are a great support system. They get it. They understand. Um, And and they're just there, you know, and they, and they just assist. And we, you know, they, it, the Bible says iron sharpens iron and mm-hmm. where I fall short is somebody It's like, Oh no, I'm on it. I already thought about that. I already did it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, Oh my God, like it's mm-hmm. a blessing to have um, that support that is in tune with what you're in tune with at the same time. I just, I thank God. Um, I thank God for my friends and my family. Amen. Amen. Friends sent by God. You yes. hear that? Friends sent by God. And that is just so beautiful because those friends, they will understand. They will get you. And I know that we all go through seasons where we, it's kind of like experimental where, you know, like, is this my real friend? You know, is this who I'm supposed to be around? Sometimes we just put everybody all in one category, but we will know who's sent by God because those who are sent by God, they will be there. And they will understand. So I'm just so glad that you spoke to that. Now, And they will hold you accountable. Yes. (laughs) They will hold you accountable. (laughs) So that's another key point. Amen. Yes. They will hold us accountable. They will pray for you. Iron sharpen iron. They will sharpen you. They will correct you. They will do everything that God has called them to do. So it's very important to have those God, that godly circle is very important. Even family is very important. So Minister Crystal, I just want to thank you for coming on the podcast. I did want you to leave um, those that are listening and watching some advice um, to all of those that are watching and listening. What is some advice that you would give someone that is struggling with 
a goal? What advice would you give someone who, you know, they got all these problems, they're going through stuff, they may have experienced grief, they may feel like they around the wrong people or something that's just holding them back, or they may just be listening to the enemy and he's getting in their ear telling them they can't do it. What advice would you give to those that are listening? Okay, so I just have a real a, a couple of things real quick. Um, one, we already covered some of them. Um, diligently see God. That relationship is everything. Um, and you know, the Bible tells us that in all our ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So if you are diligently seeking God and you're leaning and dependent on him, um, he will help you, he will guide you. Um Write the vision. You have to write things out. Um, make sure that you're seeking God for what it is that, you know, God, is this my purpose? Because sometimes we can be in things that are not in our purpose. Um, it could just be a want versus a need or, you know, something that we see somebody else doing and we want to kind of get on it. Because, it, it, you know, when you're walking in your destiny, sometimes you can make things look so easy, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. um, you know, you sis, you get on here, you are killing this podcast thing. It makes it look very easy. And I can get in my own way by thinking that I can come and do it and do it like you. I can't do that. You know, so <laughs> God is podcast in my in my purpose. No, <laughs> that's somebody else's purpose. You got to stay in your own lane, you know. So sometimes when people are walking in their purpose, they can really make things look easy mm-hmm. and beautiful because that's what they're supposed to do. So you want to make sure that you're seeking God and you gain that clarity of God. What is it that you want me to do? Um, you need to understand what is it that you need to actually make something happen? Um, education. Do you need a degree? What, like, what is it going to take to actually make that thing happen? Um, and then you have to devote that time. You have to make that commitment to say, yes, this is exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to put in the time. With that comes self-motivation. You cannot, I can't drag you and hold you and make you do anything, you know? So you have to be self-motivated. You have to stay on top of things, you know, especially when it comes to your personal goals, you know, especially in adulthood, there's not a teacher or a counselor standing over us saying, get this done, do this, do that. We have to be (laughs) self-motivated enough to say, I am going to commit to doing what I need to do during these times. You know, just like our prayer life, it's not a forceful thing. God ain't going to make you get on your knees and pray. You have to be willing. You have to set aside that time to do what it is that you're supposed to be doing. And then um, third is get out of your own way. Again, sometimes God will show you what your purpose is. Um, And then some of us, have that okay i'll take it from here let me do this or we get impatient um in the waiting and you have to look around there there was a time when i was at my job at the residential for 13 years i said god what i'm here for 13 years i got complacent but i'm just like what where i'm going what am i doing at this point you know um and I I didn't do the opposite and just start going and, and I'm just going to leave. But I was like, I'm going to just stay here and keep elevating here. And God had to say, listen, girl, like you got to apply yourself. You got to do what you're supposed to do. You have to go back. You got to finish this degree. I know you hurting. I know. But in order for you to get where you need to be and for you to bless, there are kids who are waiting for you to be their probation officer, for you to be a light in their life. And 
you over here playing at the residential home. Like, what? Come on. (laughs) What are you doing? And so we have to make sure that we don't, you know, we don't get in our own way. Um, Mm -hmm. And sometimes we can be disconnected from God and we can lose faith Mm -hmm. in the vision. We forget exactly what God showed us. Um, And instead of being present and hearing God, we are so distracted by everything else that's going around that God's voice is muffled. We can't Mm -hmm. hear him, you know? Um, And so we have to make sure that we are being present. Mm -hmm. I'm not spending enough time because I'm not hearing. If you're not hearing from God, that should be a cue that you get in your word, pray, Talk to him, something. Um, and real quick, sis, I don't know about time, but real quick, I got to a point, you know, and, my, and it's easy to get distracted, even as believers, even as a minister. Even, I don't care how high up or how mighty you think you are. It can be easy to be distracted. I was driving a couple of months ago and I drive this way to work every single day. This one particular day, God was like, don't turn on the radio. Mm. don't call nobody because that's the first thing I do I get in the car I call somebody or I turn on the music don't call nobody sit that silence was so uncomfortable in the car just me and God by myself and I began to drive down the highway that I drive down every single day Mm. and I began to look around and I said well where did they put all of them flowers on the side of the road (laughs) I never See these flowers. Yeah. I've never seen it. it was so beautiful, sis. I said, What? <laughs> and <laughs> it's funny, but God began to show me. He said, Sometimes you can be so distracted and so caught up in everything that's going on, you miss what I'm trying to show you and what I'm trying to say to you. Mm. But you have to provide a time. Where your heart can hear me, where your mind, your ears, everything can be in one place with me. Wow. And so when we're so distracted and we're caught up and we're in our own way, sometimes we miss things that God is trying to show us. Now, in that situation, it was beautiful things. Mm-hmm. But it made me think about all of the times that I miss the tricks of the enemy that were coming my way. Because warning comes before destruction. So there was times when I was so caught up in what was going on around me that I was missing. The enemy is on his way, Crystal. Are you ready? Are you praying? Are you doing, are you fasting? Are you doing what you're supposed to do? Can you see the enemy coming? Mm. How can you prepare for something or how can you defeat something that you're not even acknowledging that is there? Mm. Because you're not paying attention. So we have to make sure that we are um connected with God all the time. And if you get off track, it's okay. Don't keep going that way. It's always a way to adjust and do what you're supposed to do. Um, and then I just want to have people, you know, read Hebrews 12 and 11. And it says, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. So when you are going through those storms, when it's hard, are you going to just give up or are you going to allow that moment to train you? Train me, God, because I want to come out of every situation, whether it's uncomfortable, hurtful, um, whatever it is, I want to be trained by that situation so that I can come out being the woman of God whom you have called me to be. Amen.
Amen. I am just so grateful for all your wonderful words of wisdom, sis. You have given us even a message today. I am so full from speaking to you. I just really pray that those of you that are listening and watching, that you know that God will be with you wherever you go. He will lead you. He will guide you. He will put you in the right places. He will give you the strength for what he caused you to. He is there with you. You don't have to worry about who's coming with you. You don't even have to worry about the resources. God will provide. He's a provider. And so before I do end this live, before I end this podcast today, today's episode, um, Minister Crystal, you do have a book. Would you just tell us what that book is, please? Yeah. So I have a 14-day devotional um, and it is for believers experiencing grief and loss. Um, That loss can be a loss of a loved one. It could be a loss of a situation. Um, it just depends on where your heart is when you read it. So that's a 14 day devotional. Um, this year I also, um, publish my first workbook and it is called my strength, (laughs) um, processing grief and loss. It's a workbook that just kind of assists in that grief process and coming out of that stronger and better. Um, Grief is, I'm never promising anybody that it gets easier or it doesn't hurt anymore because you will always miss and love and, 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 and feel the loss um, of losing a loved one. Um, But, but there is purpose (laughs) um, after that. And so I just really want to assist um, people and and give people an avenue to dig deeper and find out, you know, who it is that God wants them to be after loss. So um, those are my two publications. Thanks, sis. Amen. And where can they purchase that book? Um, So you can um, get on Facebook Mm -hmm. and my page is Be Rooted. Mm-hmm. on Facebook and there is a shop link on there and you can order both books on there. Amen. So we are just so blessed that we had Minister Crystal on today. And those of you who do listen to the He Speaks Louder podcast, this will also be on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and many other platforms. We always pray our way out. So we're just going to pray right now for mm-hmm. all of those under the sound of my voice. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come to you right now, lifting up the individual who wants to complete a goal, a goal that you call them specifically to do, and they feel like they don't have the resources. But Father God, you are a provider. Father God, I come to you right now, just lifting them up, asking you to give them the courage to run after the life that you have called them to. Father God, we thank you for Minister Crystal and the word that she has given us and also her testimony. Your word says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And so Father God, to whoever is out there that is struggling with accomplishing a goal, I am asking you that you give them the strength, that you give them the community and that you provide everything that they need. No more excuses in the mighty name of Jesus. Let them know that they can do all things through Christ who strengthens them. Thank you all. I'll see you. I'll see you soon. Amen.